0: world is on fire and that's great
1: Mm. well the fire part is not new if you've been following the news things like Lake Mead where there are bodies that are now visible because the water is so low because of anyways the world was on fire or both Uh, Mead, Mead is the big Reservoir that millions and millions Of people get water from and that's Not even the worst thing that happened in The first two days of this week Right Uh, but You know uh, we're
0: Famously Not a current events podcast And also I I Think it will it will shock You to know that uh, uh, We generally Agree that the world probably Needs less of four uh roughly 30-year-old straight well-educated white guys giving their opinions on stuff uh that that's happening in the world so uh instead uh let's let's drop a little smoke bomb do a little distraction yeah. uh Pierce you you brought us a question this week
1: yeah i don't even know how i first thought about this i i think actually there are some people uh some friends of ours that um, recently went to Paris, and I think that they had not both been before, uh, and, and certainly not in a an adult recreational leisure type way. And I really refrained, and I'm I'm fortunate enough to have been there a few times and, and for a decent chunk of time. And I really refrained from giving them any recommendations of things to do. They didn't ask me and and I didn't I didn't want to spoil their their trip at all. But it did have me think when they returned and I think I said something about it. I was like, I thought to recommend things to you, but I was like, you you're people who plan ahead and I didn't I didn't want to disrupt that at all and like put in my agenda. But it did have me thinking you know, you you go to a place and it might even just be a new part of town for you or, or a sandwich shop that you've been wondering about. Um, and with that, there are occasions where you get a recommendation from someone and it's a good one and you're excited about that. And then there is also the aspect where you give a re- recommendation that someone appreciates and tells you that they appreciated it. And what I was thinking about is kind of the there is an amount of joy that getting a recommendation or giving one that you, you get from that. And I th- was curious what situation you all get more joy out of and maybe also how, how those, how those kind of differ. And so off the top, I, I you know, not
0: to, not to break the game right away, but like, obviously the answer is both. They, they are both, mm-hmm. They're 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 different, but they both, as you identify, both provide uh, an opportunity for quite a bit of joy in your in your life.
1: Yeah, I, I think for me and and <laughs> there's a um, there's a psychosis in here, I'm sure, too, uh, or a pathology, really, which is that I think I get measurably more joy out of someone saying that my recommendation was a good one and I think that it is because it is affirming that you are right and feeling right is a great feeling it's like I did this thing and it was good and I know it was good because I experienced it someone else who I told it was good also felt the same way and all of a sudden you have you know you're you're engaging with a community I've been thinking about this all day and uh, the the thing
0: the thing that kept popping back into my head is uh, pretty much exactly what you just said which is that you know uh, in a way the gi- wanting to be the giver of the recommendation i think is actually on like a sort of profound you know profound level uh significantly more selfish than wanting mm-hmm. to get good recommendations uh because Not only is it about you wanting to be right, it's about you wanting to feel like you are a relied upon figure in the lives of people around you.
1: Yeah, and the thing that is wrong in that is is if you did approach it as... I gave a recommendation that was good and I gave a recommendation that was appreciated. You should be appreciating the joy you
2: gave someone else, but I'm focusing on the joy. Yeah, well, that's, you get that too. It's a bonus, but you wouldn't, if there were no other feeling to go along with it, that is the self-serving feeling, then it would kind of be, it wouldn't be as useful. It's like a nice bonus that you throw on.
0: Yeah, someone has to remind you to feel the altruism part of your altruism. (laughs)
1: <laughs> but but Max, how is that how is that different when okay, say you give a gift and someone really appreciates the uh, the gift that you give them. You're like, "Oh, you you got me." Like isn't that really the same thing here that that experience?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think that's I think that's pretty similar. Um I don't see why not. I think giving I think you're right about the the giving a recommendation, but there's also, and maybe this is a a personal problem again, getting into psychosis or whatever, but like there's also an inherent pressure with giving a recommendation because Mm -hmm. like you started off with, like you want to make sure that the recommendation is appropriately tailored for the audience. You want to give a recommendation that you think they'll really enjoy and that they'll affirm that you think is good. But that same pressure comes when you get a recommendation, because sometimes like I, I, I've i been on trips before where someone will recommend like, oh, yeah, go to these five places and I don't go to any. And it's not because I didn't. Things happen, right? Like, it's not because I didn't appreciate the recommendation. Maybe you just didn't have time. Maybe they didn't realize that your schedule was already pretty full. But I think there's a pressure on both sides of it um, that makes it, you know, it's a different element on, on top mm-hmm. of the. Uh, both altruism and feeling feeling proud that you you know what's good or not. I don't know if you guys and, feel this way as yeah, well.
2: No, I so my thinking with this is that if you change the question to the if you if you have to include the good with the bad, like if you just say would you rather give a recommendation someone likes or get one that you like, then it's easy. But if it's just a would you rather give a recommendation or get one, it's harder because mm-hmm. there's a anxiety of giving a a recommendation there's a like you can sometimes tell if you ask and they tell you you can tell that they didn't really like the recommendation um or you can't tell if they took the recommendation or not so like the high is really high and i think the low is low as with getting a recommendation i think you can i'm personally not very picky with many things so i usually like most people's recommendations Mm -hmm. but yeah i think you can uh, it's I don't think anyone's gonna call you out on. Oh, you didn't. You didn't take my recommendation.
0: Well, yeah, and and because of the sort of self centered element of the the recommendation giving, like the the worst case, I feel like the worst case scenario for for these options is you know it, like it cuts a little deeper if you give a recommendation that someone takes and doesn't like like if someone recommends something to me and you know like a restaurant and i don't really like it that much i don't know I'm, I'm not exactly inclined to you know for that to be any sort of referendum on them or on our relationship but like if you recommend something to someone and they don't like it it's pretty hard to avoid it you know, and it shouldn't be, but it is pretty hard to avoid that wildly selfish feeling of like, well, this is a now this is a referendum on me, and it's not. That's the thing. It's not. It never is. But you know, but we're uh, people are terrible, and and yeah. so we think that way.
1: Yeah, and and like some, if you really put a lot of thought into a recommendation, and then someone doesn't it doesn't like it the the thing is is you may have just there might have been a misalignment of like their interest in yours but it's hard if you're like here i'm giving you me and that person says well i don't i don't i don't basically i don't travel like you i don't engage with things also i would say with this there is some pressure not even just in that but there are so many ways to get recommendations or or give rec basically there are sites and sites and sites on the internet now from yelp to to um uh what's the travel one i totally Trip Trip, trip advisor it's like all of these are doing a lot of the work for you so there's a part where if someone gives me a recommendation like hey you said you're going to 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 paris you should go to the louvre it's like well yeah i I mean i i exist in the world i i understand but but just an example of like that is like there is some pressure it's like i want to give something that is not the obvious thing whereas maybe I i don't know maybe it didn't used to be that way if you mentioned like the effectively the 16th ranked restaurant somewhere or or one that's slightly under the radar that probably had a lot more value previously than now where it's like yes, I can scroll that far on the Yelp page or there's the hipster review of restaurants in Glasgow. And, and I, and I know that.
0: Well, okay. So this, this also gets to another, another facet of the self-centeredness of giving recommendations. Like, I I don't know how many people, if somebody tells you, oh, you're going to Paris, you have to see the Louvre. Like I, I, that's not even a recommendation yeah. they're just it they're, can be good
1: faith it can be
0: good of, of faith no, and no, no. I appreciate I'm, that. I'm not I'm not I'm not disputing that but you know that's it's exactly what a travel book will tell you mm-hmm. and I I think that you know i I'm sort of reading between the lines from the initial ask but like I, I think there's something clearly To me, at least, there's something clearly inherent there that like if you are really giving this recommendation, you're the idea is kind of that you're you're maybe hipping somebody to something that they wouldn't have known about otherwise. And so not only are you seeking to be right, not only are you seeking to demonstrate yourself as a reliable and trustworthy person in your friend's lives you are also seeking to demonstrate yourself as an educated tastemaker and it's one of it's I don't know it feels like it's one of like the ugliest qualities that we can
2: have is to like uh, overestimate our own taste in that way yeah Mm -hmm. yeah like you don't give someone a recommendation to go listen to the new Kendrick Lamar album (laughs) unless like they're Really yeah. anti-rap, and you're trying to make them into rap, and just like maybe you'll pick one, but yeah,
1: right. Yeah. But but see, theor- theoretically, like, um, I I feel like a lot of social media, even something like Twitter, is based off of like, hey, here's me in my in my microblogging tastemaker space. Sometimes there are pictures, sometimes there are words. Here are my takes. Like that's that's what it is. I feel like we're in a very like. Giving recommendation world, though, uh, you know it's maybe we're, we're we're at a stage where it's like I have this good idea, less like giving credit for for the the shoulders you you stand on. So,
0: um, yeah, and, and and again, like not not to make this a, a current a current events podcast, but like one of one of the things that is sort of playing out in the coverage of. What's happening in the Supreme Court and the the seemingly looming uh, decision to overturn Roe v. Wade is uh, a parade of people like Senator Susan Collins who are talking about how they were uh, how they were misled and lied to in the confirmation hearings by some of the most recently appointed Supreme Court justices and you know it it gets sort of swept up in this phenomenon of like political media where where the the worst crime that someone can can commit is not to be wrong about something but to be unsavvy and it seems to be a particular symptom of this like you know social media enabled everyone is an insider on something kind of age like it on a certain level like i'm i'm kind of low-key hoping that elon musk will actually run twitter into the ground and it will just go away full stop uh, as kind of like a great resetting for Mm -hmm. just like the way we all interact with each other and things
1: yeah, I, the, the worst thing that can happen is that you can be uncool. And with these recommendations, be it you're giving or you're receiving, the worst thing you can do is tell someone to go to the the tourist trappy thing. And, and what I was going to say, and, and Max, because you are from an area of the country where there are a lot of like these small towns that are effectively not that easy to get to. Yes, you can rent a car, but like you can't. For instance, you can't fly. Well, you well, if you have a lot of money, uh, you can't really fly to Kennebunk, Maine, for instance, and that's like you know a lot of people like going there. But there's almost like these special opportunities where with these slightly obscure places. Like if someone is going to Vermont, um, I feel like you could give recommendations in a way that most people cannot. Um, and and as uh, you know, Sean. Sean just went to Oxford and we all went to Charlottesville, which is kind of similar in these, these small towns that we have a familiarity with and others do not. I feel like that's where like the ability to be cool and a tastemaker or to receive really good recommendations is maybe amplified.
3: Yeah. I I would defend right off the bat. Like sometimes the tourist trap isn't a bad recommendation. I mean, some, some really popular tourist attractions are, reasonably popular so i wouldn't necessarily say oh you should go to the louvre as an unsolicited recommendation but if someone is asking for a recommendation i think it presents a much larger opportunity to essentially recommend the obvious sometimes like when people ask what to do on a nice day in june in boston i say to walk the freedom trail and go yeah. check out you know all the all the historic things like the old north church and walk along the commons like it's it's exactly what a trip book would tell you but i still think it's a
1: fantastic way to spend a day so it's a it's a good answer to a specific question yeah
0: there's a reason that popular things are popular it's that people like them
1: yeah i I mean Um, i think the better example is don't tell them to go to like the hard rock cafe boston (laughs) like that cheers bar bar. yeah the the cheers cheers bar bar closed.
3: closed Well, the one in Faneuil Hall did. Um, The other thing that we haven't really talked about, so we're talking about giving recommendations, the biggest problem you can feel, I guess the biggest downside is feeling uncool, but when we haven't gotten into, and maybe this is not even in the realm of giving recommendations, but like, what about a situation where you are sharing something that you love with someone else? So it's a recommendation, but you're there in person, whether it's that you say, oh, Pierce, you have to try this restaurant and I bring you to it, or one of my personal favorite slash actually least favorite things is showing someone i really care about a movie that i really like because my probably biggest pet peeve <laughs> in the world is, is when you're trying to show someone something you really care about like a movie or a restaurant or whatever it is even a song and you just get the sense that they're not like giving it the attention it deserves oh like that's- you're trying to show them a movie that you really like and they're on their phone and you want it you're like looking at them like this is the part like put your phone down this is the part you can't miss like that i i I can't even do that anymore because i can't it's a personal problem i can't deal with it
0: okay but the person that you're showing that movie to is every bit as pissed that you keep looking at them every 10 seconds like is is this do you do you love it do you love it is it perfect is it your favorite thing too Uh,
3: that's why i can't do it anymore It's not so, worth it. <laughs> go so, watch it on your own and tell me how it was.
0: <laughs> so yeah, exactly. You've got you have to send for everyone's sake. Like you I feel like you kind of have to send someone off. If you are too invested, you like have to send someone off to go experience the thing you're recommending on their own time.
1: It is. And stuff like that is very hard when you are traveling with someone or or a group of people over many days and you're in a situation, say, where you go to a pinchos place and you're like, you know what? I've heard this place is good and I'm going. And then all of a sudden you're the only one eating a pig ear because no one else is interested in that. And you just have to transcend the judgment and say, no, this is for me. And but it's hard. It's hard, especially with something that in Max's situation, it's kind of. You're not receiving someone's recommendation and kind of saying, all right, not everybody has to enjoy this. You're saying, no, this is something I enjoy and I want you to enjoy it um, because it will, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, increase our bond. And then when it's not there, as Sean, you mentioned earlier, maybe don't take it personally, but but also, like, it's really hard not to.
0: Yeah, I mean, get don't take it personally is always losing advice to give someone because yeah. – the whole, the whole point of being a person is that you wind up taking things personally. But also, maybe go back to your personal calculus and revisit whether you need to be recommending Pinchos places
1: to people. I was I was acting on a recommendation there as opposed to giving a recommendation. But this is this is a good point. In future, I would be giving the recommendation. I would say how adventurous an eater you are you. And they would go, "Yeah, very adventurous." I'm like, "How do you feel about crustaceans that sell their shells on? Mm, I don't know." Like, "All right. Well, you know, that's half a list that is pretty, gone now." Pretty bad.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: pretty bad in uh. fact. Yeah, I, I don't know.
2: Well, uh, so To, for giving getting a recommendation a bit more of a of a positive spin, I think that I'm sure you guys have all the experience where like you have gotten like a truly life changing recommendation before, like your favorite band, your favorite book, or or whatever. And that's I don't know that's those those like rare events are probably probably the best ones because again they do have like this extra lasting effect on you and could turn you into even a whole new genre of music or, you know, all, all sorts of things.
3: I, I believe uh, one of my favorite bands and one of my favorite restaurants were recommendations from two of the people on this podcast. So shout out to them. I don't think it was and, me.
0: In, you know, all all the more incredible when we we learned that you didn't realize they weren't beef ribs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that wasn't even the restaurant I meant. Damn, that one
3: too. That was a, see, but that's is that a recommendation? You just took me there.
1: Uh, that's Kedai, by Kedai proxy. Yeah.
3: in Seattle was a recommendation from Pierce. Yeah, and it was oh, phenomenal, and I highly yeah. recommend it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Dreamland was a come. Let me show you this place. I really enjoy, and luckily for you, I likewise really enjoyed it.
0: <laughs> yes. Although, to be fair, if you had if you had been driving I-85 or I guess that's I-65 through Alabama by yourself, I absolutely would have recommended that to you. Uh, But yeah, I mean, that's, you know, getting a recommendation has, I I think in a lot of ways has two really good potential outcomes, which is that someone, you know, just gives you a recommendation that was dialed in it was perfect from the start like they really knew like this is gonna be the thing for Max but there's also the the one where you maybe are a little skeptical you like and you actually wind up learning something about yourself from the recommendation and like there there's a there's something you know there's something to that that is really pretty hard to get out of giving a recommendation, I think.
2: For sure, I didn't really think about it, but yeah, that, that, that's definitely happened to me where yeah, learn something about yourself or it's really cool.
0: It's kind of cool to learn something new about yourself. You know, I, I will say this. I came into this I, I, I came into this recording pretty sure that my answer was that I would rather give a good recommendation and i've somehow i've now like talked myself into pulling a full 180 yeah
1: i there's there's something that um it's probably good to accept that others are as observant as you think you are about them and i think that's part of it too with this it's like oh i'm i'm a very you know i'm a very observant person and i i you know plan things and whatever so i giving recommendations is something i'm comfortable with but that's, that's maybe unfair to not expect that of others. And it is ultimately, I mean, accepting a recommendation of someone is an act of, of trust. And I think that that is, that is something that that may be uncomfortable, but um, it's probably worth going outside of your, you know, quote unquote, comfort zone to accept that.
2: Yeah, and uh, I, I think I, I'm turning too, because I, I, another thing is that one of my least favorite activities in the world is thinking about, where are we going to eat and looking at Google maps for an hour, looking at menus for another hour and then thinking about it for another hour and then deciding somewhere. Whereas you can just, if someone gives me a recommendation, I'm not a picky eater, as long as it geographically makes sense. I'm not going to go read all the reviews. I'm just going to go there and go there and eat. So
3: if it doesn't geographically make sense, it might be worth going out of your way or even going there just for a destination yeah yeah whoa Whoa. hashtag michelin
0: stars
1: (laughs) and that's how you end up in charlottesville and going to barbecue exchange which is not that close
0: i mean it's only like half an hour
1: away but there's but 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 you know to kevin's point it's like well there's plenty of stuff here why would i drive half an hour to another place that's Charlottesville is a is it, much yeah, better yeah, because some things are better than other things <laughs> yeah uh, that's that's, that's fine that's fine no I think that's I think that's true and like yeah getting recommendation to Kevin's point there is as long as it geographically I think is is the right way and, and economically maybe makes sense it's like wow you just made my life easier because I planned it around maybe there's pressure on the other person but it takes a lot of pressure off of you so I'm still in the, I like giving more and, and maybe I will be more thoughtful about why I enjoy it. Um, but I, I, I don't know, get, getting recommendation. It's there. There's also a part it's like, Oh, I, I, I should have figured that out, but no, it's except that the person is thinking about you. And that's very nice. Yeah. You can't, it's, it's also not like fair to
0: yourself to be like, I, I have to figure out everything in my life. Like, that's that's no way to live. It takes a village and whatnot.
1: Yeah, allegedly, but you know, uh, the record of of society is is not really good right now. So maybe that's where my distrust comes from. <sighs> yeah, touche. That's that's Cary, a... caring about others. You say no. I thought we just take advantage of the vulnerable. I thought that that's that's the way this goes. Fair oh. point.
0: Um, yeah, and and, and clearly, uh, being in power in this day and age means never having to say you're sorry. Uh, that's why I guess it's good that you're not in power, Pierce, because it's time for you to apologize for something.
1: Yeah, so this one is, I, I don't even know how I I I thought about this, but um, there was really a cultural force when we were in, I think in, maybe partially in middle school and into high school as well. And there was this this group, and, and the apology is really to You know, my parents, other parents around, probably teachers at schools um, and just amongst friends, because a lot of the jokes and like humor that that I remember listening to for a good period of time. And I think this was really the time when Dave Chappelle went off the air. And so what rises up from from the murky depths of of terribleness is. What is the group of Jeff Foxworthy Larry the Cable guy Ron White and the one other dude what is that what is that group called
0: oh, the blue collar comedy tour my friend
1: okay I thought it was blue collar yeah I, I knew it was blue collar and and I'm just I you know I feel regret for that being such a cultural for force they I think they all had TV shows they all sold out everything What, were you a producer the on the show what is
0: <laughs>
3: no are you apologizing but, but no, to
1: society I, well no it just it, it was such like there was a time there where so many jokes and everything were centered around that and I think except for maybe Ron White who I think is it, you know maybe maybe he is genuinely funny in a way that is not just totally like part of that, that group in the same way but the others man it's just it's it feels so lame in retrospect i know we just talked about like being uncool and unsavvy but it's a different kind of uncool and unsavvy like it was not it was not creative in any way and it it really was making fun of uh, the cultural impact of that could actually be much much larger than i realize.
0: We still really haven't unpacked the question of how you're responsible yeah. for this in any did, way. Did you
1: get?
2: Did you give a I, recommendation?
1: Oh, oh, I'm, I'm saying, I <laughs> I was part. I was part of that, and I was part of using that as the vernacular of the time and, and talking about rednecks and, and stuff like that. And that's just. It feels really lame and not funny, and, and maybe that's where my disdain for for humor comes from.
0: I mean, look, I, I would I would offer a slight counterpoint, which is that I, uh, just because something is not for you and mm-hmm. believe me blue collar comedy tour was not for you uh
1: it doesn't mean that it wasn't for anyone oh i really enjoyed it and that's the thing is I and now i feel bad for enjoying it so much but uh,
0: I, I i don't i, I don't know. I'm, I'm very i'm confused by this um you know I, the only the only one I, I would argue that the only one that was really kind of deserving of disdain was Larry the Cable Guy. Bill yeah. Engvall and Jeff Foxworthy were uh, the you really could look at it. as just like they're dad comics. They're they're Southern Jim Gaffigan. Yeah.
1: You know. No, I think I think that's right. I mean, I i'm i am apologizing for being part of a of a contingent of what feels like really poor taste in retrospect it wasn't like it wasn't as offensive as a lot of other things but it's it's offensive like it's not like you know i don't i don't feel good about that whereas like you know you have a phase where you watch a bunch of i don't know Like weird indie movies and like whatever that that feels that feels like a phase. You watch a bunch of Noah Bombach movies, that's fine. This this not feel fine. I think that is. I think (laughs) giving like,
0: I think making Garden State a real significant part of your identity would be worthy of many more apologies. I have never seen that movie, so we're okay here. Just using it as an example. I I have also never (laughs) seen it, but if I had. And was really moved by it and like, you know, h- had had made it a, a, some sort of core part of my identity in the way that so many people that like the shins did. Uh, I would deem that as much more apology worthy than, as I have done, uh, paying 99 cents for multiple, uh, you might be a redneck if tracks on iTunes in like 2005.
1: Yeah. No, like occasionally I'll, I'll like connect to my car's Bluetooth, and Dane Cook's BK Lounge will come up. And <laughs> I do feel very bad when that happens. Why didn't you apologize for that? Oh, uh you know there are other weeks, but uh, yeah, yeah. That, that's that's a bad one too. No, i
0: i I think we I think we maybe understand where you're coming from now. Not sure, but I think we do. Um, okay, uh, let's let's do a a big idea from uh, pop culture. And, uh, you know, in, in, in the vein of uh, recommending the, the Louvre to people who are going to Paris, uh, let me just say uh, that I am now trying to get caught up on Better Call Saul now that it's sixth season is rolling. Uh, I, I've just recently started season five and oh my God, that show is so goddamn good. Uh, just uh, I, don't know, I can't recommend it highly enough especially if you enjoyed Breaking Bad uh, Bob Odenkirk is amazing uh, Ray Seahorn, who plays Kim Wexler is even better uh, and uh, we're starting to see some more, uh, more old favorites pop up in the show I just saw Gale uh, Gale the chemist uh, for for the first time, uh, so yeah, uh, really, really uh, feel strongly that it is an excellent show and a good way to use up whatever remaining time you have with Netflix if you are thinking about canceling.
1: So need to do that. Put yeah. it on the list.
0: Um, all right, let's uh, let's wrap up with a Rolling Stone rock trivia question. And, uh, I- I'll, I'll let you guys choose. Would you like a question about, uh, Janis Joplin or, uh, The Clash? Janis. Okay. Sure. Janis Joplin it is. Yes. you Your Janis Joplin question. I don't question. think I could
3: name a single Clash song.
0: Fair enough. Uh, your, your Janis Joplin question is, which NFL coach went to high school with Janis Joplin? I know the answer to this question. Is it A, John Madden, B, Jimmy Johnson, C, Bill Parcells, or D, Don Shula? And because Pierce is so confident, he has to go last.
1: I do have to go last.
2: I'll uh, Go Parcells. I'm
3: going to say Jimmy Johnson.
2: All right, Pierce. Is what
3: correct.
0: is the answer? Uh, yes Max is
1: correct. It is Jimmy Johnson. I, I like when sometimes you say like, "Oh, do you want this person's question or this one?" I'm like, "I bet it's going to be this." I'm usually wrong. I was not wrong this time. Like this, <laughs> the answer is Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> I should have. I should have bet two on How that. How do you I'm do like, that? It. it comes up a lot because
2: he'll be "No, like, it doesn't." I went
1: to my. Yeah, no, he, he doesn't. He ta- I've heard him talk well, about it you, I, mean, I don't know if
2: everyone watches the hour pregame show like Pierce says, So <laughs> he talks <laughs> oh, about yeah. three
1: things he talks about his hair his experience on Survivor which is really about his hair and that you know uh, Janis Joplin and someone else famous went to his high school too But like, he's like I went to my uh, reunion and Janice wasn't there it's like yeah she's Just been dead for like
2: 50 years well because I was going to guess but because Pierce knew it I was like oh is it a Giants thing maybe I'll go Parcells no, no, no.
0: unfortunately i don't have the uh i don't have the spreadsheet open so i couldn't tell you certainly but that may be the first question that multiple people have gotten right
1: i think it is <laughs> yeah that sounds that sounds right that sounds should have gone with my
2: gut
0: no well uh that is the end of the show you can find us at our home on the web at www.prettyokpod.com. Or you can subscribe to the show feed on your podcast app of choice. If you do that, please tell a friend about the show. We would love to share it with them as well. We'll be back next week to talk about something else. Until then, I'm Sean.
1: I'm Pierce. I'm Max.
0: I'm Kevin. Thanks for listening.
1: Bye.